Good evening, Facebook family, friends, and loved ones. I just want to reach out to you today and talk to you a little bit about the purpose and power of God's Spirit. The purpose and power of God's Spirit. God's Spirit undoubtedly is powerful. And uh, if you had an encounter with uh, God's Spirit, being filled with the Spirit, uh, it would be the most thrilling and fulfilling thing that could ever happen to anybody in their life. But I want to look at the word spirit throughout the Bible. Uh, in Genesis 1 and 2, it says, And the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. The Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters and created the firmaments, uh, the Spirit of God. And uh, in Kings, uh, Elisha asked for a double portion of Elijah's spirit. He wanted to have spiritual power. He knew what it take to, took to be successful, to be a prophet of renown, to be a prophet uh, that could be a blessing. And he asked for a double spirit of his mentor, Elijah's uh, spirit. And undoubtedly, uh, the request was granted when the chariot of fire came between them, spirit. And it talks about in Ecclesiastes 12 and 7, the spirit returns to God who gave it. Uh, isn't it something uh, when man was had the breath of life breathed into him, that was the spirit of God being breathed into him. And when God cares so much about his spirit that he breathed into man, uh, when man is gone, the spirit just does not disseminate or just meander and go into the stratosphere, but it goes back to God, God that gave spirit. To man. Uh, the Spirit of God is life. The Spirit of God is powerful. The Spirit of God will help us to be all that God would have us to be and do all that God would have us to do. In 1 Corinthians 15 and 45, it talks about the first man, Adam, became a living being out of the flesh, a living being. But the last Adam, being Jesus Christ, was a life-giving spirit, the Spirit of God life-giving, uh, mind-changing, heart-changing, uh, life-giving spirit. And it goes on and Luke talks about the spirit of the Lord is upon me. This is Jesus talking here because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. Even Jesus, why in this uh, tabernacle, this earthly tabernacle, even he depended on and relied on uh, the Spirit of God, even though he was God incarnate, but this was our example of how he uh, was overshadowed, so to speak. Uh, the Spirit of God had anointed him, had enabled, empowered, emboldened, strengthened him to be able to preach the gospel, the good news to the poor. And the Spirit of the Lord also uh, descended upon him in the form of a dove when he was baptized saying, this is my son and who I am well pleased. The spirit of God from Genesis to Revelations throughout the word of God, it talks about the spirit. And I implore you uh, that you need the spirit of God. That spirit is life. That spirit is sharp. It's powerful. It will make a difference in you and how you live. Those that are seeking God, uh, saying the sinner's prayer uh, and just believing and shaking the preacher's hand, 
but you need and we need to not only be filled and thrilled with the spirit of God, but to walk in the spirit and the power of God, to be led by the spirit of God, to meditate and to wrap ourselves in God's spirit in our day-to-day -day living, because that is what causes us to be victorious and to walk circumspectly and upright before God when we invoke his spirit in our life, when we call and invoke and ask for his presence to lead us and guide us. Just like the soul consists of the mind, will, and the emotions, the spirit is the life uh, that lives inside of us. So friend, uh, Jesus uh, talking with Nicodemus uh, approached him uh, by night. He says, what must I do to be saved? He says, uh, Jesus tells him, you must be born of what? The water and the spirit, the water, the baptism for the remission and the removing of sins and the spirit of God to be filled with his spirit. Uh, the spirit that comes from on high, not a feeling, not goosebumps, not just being happy, not just being repentant or remorseful, which is good in the start uh, of receiving his spirit, uh, but to truly be filled with the spirit. We know in the book of Acts, it talks about uh, being filled with the spirit of God. And on the day of Pentecost, when the, uh, the day had fully come, they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, or the Spirit of the living God. Friend, I suggest to you uh, that you uh, enact the Spirit of God to let it be used in your life in a mighty way. Uh, God will help us, and His Spirit and His presence is a very present help in the time of trouble. The Bible also says in Romans 8 and 9, if you have not the Spirit of God, you are none of His. They've often said a scripture could be determined or a doctrine could be determined is often predicated on two scriptures that endorse or condone or corroborate uh, that particular doctrine or that belief or that teaching. Well, in John uh, 3, when uh, Jesus tells Nicodemus, you must be born again by what? The water and the spirit. Uh, the spirit is life. And in Romans Eight, it talks about if you have not the spirit of God, if you don't have, you are none of his. So, friend, let's not dispute it. Uh, we could dialogue, we discuss it, but let's know and realize God's spirit is real and it is uh, paramount. It's important. It's essential for your uh, salvation, uh, for you to live a life that's pleasing to him and make it into heaven. So uh, the spirit of God, friend, is what is needed. And we're trusting and believing that God is able to do uh, just that for those that are seeking him in a very real way and want to know him. Uh, pray that he fills you with his spirit. Uh, it's the best feeling and the best experience and the most the realest thing on this side of heaven. Nothing can compare with it the joy, the peace, uh, the serenity, uh, the love that God gives when he's filled some, when he's filled you with his spirit, his presence. So be blessed, friend. Be encouraged 
and know that God is concerned about you, mind, will, and emotions, your total being. And he wants you to walk in the spirit because when we walk in the spirit, we will not have room or time to fulfill the lust of the flesh, the flesh that leads to death and death uh, can lead to eternal damnation. But when we walk in the spirit, we will not fulfill that. Be blessed. Be encouraged, friends. In Jesus name. Amen.